Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the new Call of Duty Vanguard reveal trailer. Ooh, they've revealed the next Call I mean, we all knew that, that like, that they weren't going to break with the, like, the annualized thing, you know. It's still exciting. It's very exciting. And honestly, you're like, down- this is it the first... Like you're downplaying it. Well, I mean, like, I, it's just, like, they waited so long to reveal this, and I'm, like, part of me, like, they waited a long time last year as well, and so, like, but it used to be we'd get, like, uh, the first trailer back in, like, May or something like that. Um, or the first like reveal of like, hey, here's where we're doing the next Call of Duty, and so like I was actually wondering where I was like, okay, are we actually gonna like get get this game this year? Because uh, like we're pushing it. Um, no, and, but uh, but yeah, they're do still, still doing still doing the annualized thing. So I'm not yeah, downplaying. I don't, I don't. I don't think that was ever. That was never a, uh, <laughs> a question in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, but uh, yeah. I mean, this was one of the big things out of E3. I was like, well, we didn't get any kind of Call of Duty trailer, right. you know. So like, I'm happy to finally have it. And I guess like the other thing that the the we have that's relatively new, like they've had two years of it now or whatever. But like Warzone being the big, like. Uh, I guess like thing that it is for the community to get behind. It's like, that's not necessarily tied to any game. So it's like, in my mind, I was like, okay, well maybe they aren't, don't feel as tied to the annualized release of this thing yet or at this point. And so, but obviously that's uh, not true. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause Warzone is just its own thing now. Like, yeah, there's still a huge competitive call of duty multiplayer scene. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's, they're not going to like ignore that. And then, um, they are one of the companies who are, I feel like are still, uh, like, I mean, we've, we've seen a shift back to more like single player story driven games, which is sure. great. Yep. Um, and, uh, they are doubling down on that with this one, but we'll talk about that later, John. Uh, first, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> well, this week, uh, it's been interesting. Week, so I watched suicide squad, the suicide squad. I should clarify nice. the suicide squad. And uh, let me tell you, Chris, I'm excited for you to watch this movie so we can talk about it and review it in depth right. at this point. Cool. Um, I'm very, uh, I, I enjoyed myself greatly in it. Awesome. Um, there was like, so, you know, my like spoiler free kind of things would be like uh, the first, like I, I, at first I wasn't super in, like it took me a minute to get into it where I was like, ah, what's the tone? What's the, like, what am I, what vibe? Am I? But then like by the end of the movie, I was just like, all about it. So, um, so I'm I'm excited to to dig into you know dig into that with you at some point. Uh, but watch that. Uh, I also like the last episode or the the season finale of the Bad Batch on Disney Plus. The uh, Clone Wars, the Bad Batch uh, show is uh, is out and was over and like that. That was a fantastic ending too. It's gonna have a season two uh, in 2022. So I'm excited for uh, for that moving forward. But dude, that whole season is uh, is a fantastic season of uh, of television. Um, um, and very, very cool Star Wars stories uh, throughout that. So if anybody's interested in Star Wars, go for that. There are a couple filler episodes here and there in that episode or in that season, but uh, but you know, it overall, like the whole story is like super um, Star Warsy by the end. Um, yeah, I need to I need to catch up with that. 
And it like fills in some gaps and ties into some cool things, like multiple things that I didn't expect uh, hmm. them to tie into. And so that's the kind of thing like going forward where I'm like, man, what, like they could do anything with season two, uh, like and 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 tell some really cool stories that that tie into other pieces of Star Wars. And that's the kind of thing like I, I like about Star Wars, uh, the the kind of the stuff along the edges, like the clone wars series or like the rebels series or, um, you know, to a lesser extent, some of the video games and things like that, where like these different elements from the movies and from the other pieces of the, of the, the star Wars kind of timeline fit together in, in really cool ways. And, and in ways that don't feel like shoehorned in where it's like, Oh man, we had to like put this thing in there. Um, sometimes it feels like that, but like for the most part, I think they do those, uh, those tie-ins really naturally and very, uh, where it fills in the gap and you're like, Oh, so that connects over to this thing. That's cool. And, uh, they do that, uh, you know, to, uh, to a, a really successful, degree in uh in bad batch like i thought it was very well balanced in that in that way um but yeah so that those are the two big things that i've been up to i've been uh you know playing through some more like video games that sort of thing some more you know Griftlands. i'm not quite done with that game yet and i uh, i i had didn't actually dip into uh what we talked about last week the last stop um but chris what have you been up to this week Oh man! Um, so I've been watching uh, Ted Lasso, catching up on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the new season is is good. Uh, it's just uh, it's different than what I expected it to be, but it, it's turned into uh, it's better than I I originally um, thought it would be based off of the first couple episodes. But interesting. Uh, I'm getting it's it's got some good good cool things going on. It's still not the whole like race to get back into the league mm. that I was thinking it would be, but. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to draw this out for se- uh, season on season on season on season. I mean, my, my you know, like we talked about it in the review of Ted Lasso, like it's such a such a good show. Um, but like at the end of that first season, like they do like say the thing and we, we both kind of thought like, oh, yeah, so that's what they're going to do. Um, so you're saying that that's not what's happening uh, in the series. I mean, not currently. I mean, gotcha. No. Yes. I'm just going to say I don't know. Like. I don't know enough about soccer to be like, okay, they've lost this many games. Is how many games are left? I, you know, I don't know enough about that, that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, right now it's not that. So I watched a lot of that, and then I uh, I watched a couple of uh, older movies. Uh, namely, I don't know if you've watched War Games recently, but uh, I forgot how number one great that movie is, and two how like still relevant it is. Yeah, I mean, and that that movie in particular. Um we are uh, so so. Refresh my memory. We're talking about yes. the one with the AI. Okay, this is the one um, where basically uh, the there's this computer that controls all of the um, missile silos yep. and uh, kind of like uh, makes decisions on retaliation to Russia and the Cold War. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this kid hacks into it thinking he's playing a game Mm -hmm. and it, and it triggers, uh, uh, basically almost the start to world war three and the, the military can't just decide or tell if the, um, if the, what's, what's, what the computers are telling them is real or if it's false, you know, like at different times there are, you know, missiles coming to the U S or are they bombers or is it part of the the game or whatever? Yeah. And, and so, uh, it was, but it's, I, I've, I've, Hey, I mean, it's got, Great, 
it's just, it's just very well done, you know. Yeah, um, heavy heavy hitting uh, actors, and uh, and uh, if I remember correctly, and it's well, like, got Matthew I, Broderick as a child. He's he's in there. Yeah, um, and he's great. And um, I do I do remember it being very good, Chris. And uh, and I that that one was the one that I was thinking about, where I was like, okay, yeah, that may yeah, that's the one, and it would have a lot of relevance today, because again, that's a thing where it's like that's the future we went down, like where it's like we're just like everything's automated. There's lots of you know hacking things going on all the time, you know, whether it's whether it's like uh you know ransomware kind of attacks that sort of thing so uh yeah i mean like that's the that is the 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 path that the timeline went down chris <laughs> yeah um and i think you know it was just uh if you haven't checked it out or if uh, it's been it's been a while definitely uh definitely check that out it's uh it's fun it was on sale last week on um one of the i can't remember if it was on like itunes it was on sale for like five bucks or if it was on sale on uh um xbox or whatever but hmm. uh microsoft store so i have but, a question uh, for you chris yeah then in the case of like finding out about those types of 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 sales yes yeah how do you keep track mm, like how do you good... know whenever these things go on sale because like with video game things it's like okay well you follow and like get, get notifications from wario 64 and ign deals and you know you're set and but like as far as like movies like the digital formats of like you know movies and things like that i don't ever encounter like hey there's a big sale going on at whatever and i feel like i would like to <laughs> yeah so this is what i do i'm gonna tell you my trade secrets john okay hit me um so number one uh, i watch all my movies off on my xbox so um there is an apple tv app and so you can now uh, buy things on iTunes and watch them on there. But I, I start off every Tuesday is um, whenever um, Xboxes or Microsoft's five dollar movie sale resets. So every Tuesday there's a whole new group of five dollar movies, four ninety nine movies. How on. many are we talking? Like, is this like endless scrolling? Is this like a single page? Is this like a handful uh, of like I mean, selected titles? You know, if you go, if you go to the store, you know, like the the basically the movies and video part portion of the Microsoft Store on your Xbox, um, it's usually like you know twenty ish movies, and and a lot of them are like you know super B movies or something like that. But a lot of times you'll you'll get things like war games or. Um, I mean, you'll get newer movies as well. It's not just like older movies like that, mm -hmm. but like, mm -hmm. um, so every Tuesday, um, whenever I get home from work, I kind of hit that up. And then, um, while I'm in there, I usually scroll around and like, see, like, you know, a lot of times they'll have like a complete this movie sale. So I think they just got done with, uh, if you owned any of the, any, any John Wick movie, you got, um, another one for five bucks and uh, i was like okay that's cool. actually really so, good yeah so i owned the first two and so i bought the you know third one for five bucks so they had that on there and this is all inside the movies and video app on xbox and then um and then they'll have like you know bundles that i usually don't buy a ton of those because like here all the harry potter movies for 50 percent off or something like mm, that mm. um as a as a bundle you know so you're spending mm -hmm. like 50 bucks you know yeah yeah, um, yeah. And or they'll have like a summer blockbuster sale or like around, you know, or Friday the 13th. We just last Friday was Friday the 13th. They had a one day only Friday the 13th sale where I mean, you could buy sense. Friday the 13th for like five bucks. Sure. Yeah. And then, and then if you get on the, like, so I, I started doing this back whenever there was no Apple TV app on Xbox, but if you had movies anywhere with movies anywhere, you could buy movies that were on um, yep. Apple TV. So I would go to the Apple movies anywhere app and then the 
this the tab up at the top the one on the right is called deals and you just like scroll down and you can look at all the deals going on right now for movies anywhere and anything i buy uh, from the itunes store ends up there on the uh on the uh old xbox so that's like awesome. right now that you can get like like money balls on sale um yeah, I'm trying to see like other thing. Uh, Let's be cops is on sale. Close Encounters is on sale. All the Harry Potters are on sale. Uh, Air Force One is on sale. Cruella you should, is on sale. Dodgeball is on sale. You should start some sort of like an a list of like, mm. hey, get on this list, and <laughs> I will send you like I will notify you of the deals. Like these are Chris's picks every so, Tuesday. It sounds awesome. It also sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work. Um, and that's like, <laughs> that's where I'm like, I'm hearing you say all this and I'm like, man, that sounds like a lot of work no, to I, go through. I spend, I spend like, this. I literally spend 10 minutes doing this every Tuesday. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only the amount of work. Cause I, like, it's literally like, okay, turn on my Xbox, scroll down. I want any of these movies. Cool. Uh, open up my app. Let me just scroll. Okay. Deals. Let me just scroll through this for a few minutes. Okay. One of these. Nope. Okay, cool. Great. You know, Makes sense. Makes sense. So then, the, then like as far as that goes, like I'll have to start doing this because like the tab on the Xbox like definitely seems like that's like the the best place for me to do this because like I just like whenever I'm on my phone, I don't really like do like I have a very specific set of things that I do with my phone and like you know yeah. scroll through like the sales of like a like video service like because I don't, I don't know I feel like the Xbox I'll is the best I, place I'll tell you the two cuz I'm sitting down and I'm like I want to be entertained let me see what's you know out there for me to be entertained by I'll tell you the two things I don't do one I don't go to the website of movies anywhere and scroll on there because like if you go to the website you can see any movie that's on sale on any platform. So oh it's a lot goodness. more than just on and, and so like you know, it's on Voodoo for four four nine nine or something like that. Yeah. You know, um okay. I, I don't do that stuff. Um because it's just like a lot and then I have to log into Voodoo and like, you know, it's just it just seems too much of a hassle. I'm like, okay, I'm already on my phone, I can buy it with Apple ID real quick, uh, Apple Pay, or I buy it on my Xbox, you know, like sure. right then. The, the very other thing I don't do is parts I don't, like the very specific uh platforms. Yeah, I don't go into the uh, iTunes Store app and then look at all of the the deals, the ones that aren't on movies anywhere. Mainly because I didn't. It just I it never made it in my habits because I I couldn't ever view these on my Xbox back sure. in the day. And it's just like it's just this huge like it's this huge rabbit hole where I'm just like okay, uh, this is too many options. You know, yeah. like you know, it's one of those things where you like you have too many options and you don't do mm -hmm. any of them. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you can just get sucked down the hole of like, oh my goodness, everything's on sale on some platform all the time. So like, why would you buy any of them? You know, <laughs> whereas yeah. like if it's like, oh, this is on sale on Xbox, I'll watch that. I feel like that's like, that's going to be the, like my go-to is like, okay, just like go scroll down to the thing on the Xbox, see if there's anything that I want on Tuesdays. So you're, you know, you're, you're speaking some, some, some good tips. These are the Chris's hot tips for, uh, for movie deals. Yeah, dude. I mean, I could start a list, but maybe I'll start, start a list on, uh, on podcast days and just yeah. pick, pick one movie that's on sale and, be, uh, start talking about that. Um, so something to else I wanted to throw so out. So I'm going to pick one right now, John. Okay. Pick one. Hit me for the fifth element on sale. Six ninety nine right now. You can go get it. Let's do it. Which platform, which, which platform was that? 
both iTunes and uh, Xbox. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so Fifth Element. Everybody should, you know, if, if you were looking for something to watch, you can watch that. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say, you, the, or I have two, two more things. First thing, I have purchased uh, Blu-ray sets. Like the, I we purchased the like the. Like I said, I think it was the Harry Potter movies. The Harry Potter movies on Blu-ray were like all of them in one like box set. This was like you know six years ago or seven years ago at this point. Um, and then as we started like watching through them, one like one or two of them had like like skips, and it was like. What are you talking about? Like a, on Blu-ray, like we like watched, uh, like oh, you know, this, this is the second second Harry Potter movie, like has a skip in it halfway through, like has like an error where it's like it pixelates that sort of thing. And on I was the like, disc? Well, on the disc, yeah. And we had to return the entire what? set for the the one, and then we got another one in, and then we started watching through them again, and and again, like one of the later movies had a like skip in the middle, and so we had to return the entire set again, and it was just like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to buy giant collector's sets anymore. Like so, at this point, Chris, I have sworn off. I'm gonna buy the individual movies of a set like that. Um, or like, just buy them digitally, or just buy them digitally, and you don't have to worry about it. Um, but I do like having like the, the, like good quality of like a, a Blu-ray or whatever. So, cause like they have the, the new Lord of the Rings, um, uh, 4k ultra HD Blu-rays mm. and, uh, I've been like eyeballing those, but in some, like the, uh, the other day, the whole box set of them went on sale and I was like, oh my goodness, I could do this. But then I remembered back to that time and I was like, there's no, like, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do How much it. Was because it on sale for? I, it wasn't like ridiculous. It wasn't like forty percent. It was more like twenty percent or something like that off okay. on sale. So because it's relatively new, I think it came out and they've been having a hard time keeping it in stock in places that sort of thing. So anyway, um, but that's you know that's my story and I'm I'm gonna you know that's that's how I that's how I'm gonna operate from here on out. Just buy them that's individually, funny. man. <laughs> yeah, I mean like um, there there is also something to be said where like big sets like that. If I'm not gonna watch all the movies immediately, then I'm like, yep. I like John Wick, like for instance. I I just I bought the first one. I'm like, okay, I'll watch this one. And like, okay, when I'm ready for the second one, I buy the second one. You know, sure. yeah. this one was on sale, so I bought the you know this one. It's kind of the same. Like I just uh, recently, so last week, John, um, Step Up, the original Step Up, it was the fifteenth or twenty fifth anniversary or something like that of it. Anyway, I uh, and it was on sale for five bucks, so I watched it, and I was like, you know what? I want to watch the second one, but I'm going to wait and buy it whenever I want to watch it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and that way, like, I feel like I'm that way with video games or like whatever, you know, and partially I'm also that way because of game pass, like where it's like, Oh, I'll, I'll play it whenever I want to play it and install it whenever I want to install it. And then whenever I'm done with it for, and haven't played it for a while, just uninstall it for, you know, for now. Um, but the, uh, like I, you know, I'm, I will, if something's like on sale, I used to buy it, like just immediately be like, oh man, it's a good deal and, and buy it and then not like, it, like watch it or play it for like months. And it's like, that was just like not a, not a good use of, uh, of my, my funds uh, in the immediate. Cause it was just like, well, I, you know, don't have those funds obviously for other things that you could be watching right now. So like, you know, these <laughs> days I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wait until I want to do something and then I'll like buy it. But eventually, you know, I'll probably pay more for those things, but at, at the very least I'm enjoying them, you know? Yeah, dude. Um, Chris, hmm. we're going to talk about Vanguard call of duty Vanguard. Yeah, there it is. Call of duty Vanguard later. But first, the pig of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. 
All right, right Chris. John. Oh. Oh, which, who, who goes first? Was, we we both started. I was going to say, uh, what, is, what is your pick of the week? All right. Well, uh, my pick of the week this week, Chris, is a tabletop game called Sprawlopolis. Um, mm. And this is a, uh, so this is a game that is put out by the publisher, uh, Buttonshy Games. And uh, they specialize in these like pocket games, these wallet style like pocket games with a uh, limited deck of cards. So it's like 18 cards uh, that are in this deck. And it's a really fun game. I've played it like three times now. It's a single player game. Or if you're playing uh, with other people, it's like a cooperative game. Um, And the way that it works is like you're building a city. And, uh, you know, that's why it's called Sprawlopolis or whatever. And it's very similar in my mind to like, or like to, to the, the feelings that I get whenever I'm playing it are very similar to like Carcassonne, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Probably my favorite game of all time. Um, but Sprawlopolis, you are building a city and you score different points based on like, oh, like all of these, uh, these residential areas are together and here's all of the industrial areas. And like, so you score different points based on those things. But every single game is different in that you draw three of the 18 cards and flip them over on the backside, like the side that's not the, uh, the, the city. They have like, these different rule sets and requirements where – so one time we played and it said like, okay, so if you have a uh, road – that is going through both a, both a commercial and a residential area, you score two points. Um, but you lose points for the number of roads that you have. So, like, you're, you're constantly, like, doing a battle against, like, okay, am I going to have enough points to win this game? Um, the, the determining factor for how many points you have to get to to win is based on the three cards that you draw as well. So those cards will have uh, a, like, a number of 1 through 18 on them, and you add those those together and that's the number of points you have to have to win that particular game so every time has been different all three times that i've played it have been completely different in different strategies and it's really cool like it's a really cool game to kind of uh to play with other people and also to play to play solo it's a it's it's been a blast i i've very much sure they have some other expansions i'm probably going to get some expansions for it uh in the future it's not an expensive game as well let me see i think it's like let me see. I want to say it's like, yeah, 12 bucks here. Yeah, $12 for that game. And uh, they have a lot of other other types of uh, wallet games that are on their website as well. And uh, But that's the first one that I've played, and it's it's super fun, man. Interesting. I can't find it on Amazon. Oh, it's not on Amazon. You would have to oh. buy it straight from, like, they are literally a, uh, just like buttonshygames.com. Um, I heard about it from someone that like is a board game, like connoisseur or whatever. Like they, they love, love like tons of board games and they talked about it as if it was like, Oh man, this is like one of the top, you know, 500 board games on uh, boardgamegeek.com or whatever it was. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, that's really kind of a cool, cool, uh, looking game that looks like it would be up my alley with the whole Carcassonne, uh, type of a city building connection. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, we ordered, or I, Catherine bought it for me, uh, for my birthday, like a month or so ago. She like ordered it on a Tuesday and it got here on a Thursday. So it was just like, oh man, that's fantastic. So, um, anyway, Sprawlopolis by Buttonshy Games. Nice. That's awesome. Chris, what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week, John, is a new game that's out right now called 12 Minutes. We've been talking about this for probably two years, maybe something like that. Probably. Anyway, um, it's uh, 
voiced by I hang on. Who is it voiced by? I can't remember. So there's famous people. There's <laughs> Yeah, we we should we should pull up the list. Um there's three main famous people and one of them is Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy and William Defoe. Um and so uh this it's it's a time loop, 12 minutes. Um and you play this uh, over and over and over again until you get the right ending, I guess. I don't really know. It's just uh, there's some kind of, you know, been a murder or something like that. And uh, you have been accused. And you've got to figure out what's going on. And uh, that's all I really wanted to know. I haven't looked into a lot of the story stuff because I don't want to be mm-hmm. spoiled. But I'm going to play the mm-hmm. heck out of this game this weekend, John. Dude, me too. I'm so very excited. Um, I know that there's like there's like some puzzling elements of it, like where like you you know be like yeah you said you're trapped in like a time loop or whatever, and like how to like figure your way you know to the next step or to get like different different uh, different outcomes of that time loop and stuff. And it's like it's just this is a, a fascinating game. Like it seems in many ways like a one room version of like a, an Outer Wilds or something like that. Like uh, which is which is very exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm excited to play that. If this sounds intriguing, you should play it as well. Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to review it like next week or the week after, depending on how long it is. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. So your pick of the week was Sprawlopolis, and my pick of the week is uh, 12 Minutes. All right, John, it's time to talk about Call of Duty Vanguard. Call of Duty Vanguard. All right, so um, if you guys want to like follow along with what we're talking about, um, go watch the trailer mm-hmm. for Call of Duty Vanguard. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Um, there was also an event in Warzone earlier today, um, and I, I don't know if it's still live. Like I haven't checked yet. I'll, I will after this podcast, but it wasn't anything huge. It's basically like you loaded into the Call of Duty Vanguard playlist and you parachuted down, and instead of uh, killing everyone else, everyone was working cooperatively to take down this train. Uh, why they were taking down a train, I don't really know. Uh, it has nothing to do with Vanguard or the trailer. But as soon as you took down the train, then a bunch of bombers appeared in the sky, uh, much like in one scene from this trailer. Mm-hmm. And then um, they start bombing the map, and then you go to this exfil location. But wait, no one exfils you. You just uh, get knocked out, and then I guess in your... Dream or dead state, <laughs> you see the trailer for Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah. None of it yeah. makes any sense. None of it, uh, I guess, really needs to. Uh, seems like a lot of work just to see a trailer spending 15 minutes taking down a train. But, um, you know, that's that's the uh, that was that was the event earlier today. Chris, so before like before we get into a lot of, you know, good things about the about the the trailer, blah, 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 and all stuff. I will say I'm pretty disappointed in a lot of the big events that that Warzone has put on, like where it's like, oh, this is like like they they haven't even like come even close to touching a tiny bit of the awesomeness that Fortnite is with their like big events, um, whether it's the Ariana Grande concerts or whether it's like you know Wait, what was the Ariana Grande concert? Oh yeah, she did a concert in Fortnite and it was amazing. Oh, like, you mean it looked Fort- amazing. Okay, I thought you meant. I thought you meant in, uh, yeah, in the War- concerts in Fortnite are amazing. Yeah, I thought you meant in Warzone. No, like, uh, it, see, that's the thing is like, the, all of the events that they've done in Warzone have always like been like somewhat anticlimactic, where like you get to the end of it and you're like, oh, that, that's it. 
you know, like I, I haven't seen footage from a single one where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I wish I had been there. Whereas like with Fortnite, it seems like every single one I'm like, Oh my goodness, I wish I had been there. <laughs> I mean, I still liked the, you know, the stuff they did the last time they reset the map. I think that was fun and cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the rebirth not like, island stuff like was the, cool. Yeah. It's nothing like the, the marshmallow concert or, you know, like the, uh, yeah, the Ariana Grande concert or, or the like, Galactus you know, thing with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, and, and to be fair, though, I haven't played Fortnite in for freaking ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the thing is like, it's the events I feel like with Fortnite that like, up, like appeals to me, make me go, oh man, I wish I'd been there. Whereas like with, with, you know, Warzone, which uh, I haven't probably played in a month and a half at this point, I, I like, it's it is like more about the core gameplay of like oh that just appeals to me more than the core gameplay of Fortnite you know the 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 mechanics of of playing a match are more up my alley than a Fortnite thing yeah 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 totally but yeah the events have definitely like underwhelmed in in like to me um yeah so that was uh that was the event um the trailer however let's talk about it a little bit so it revealed the mainly uh, i think it was focused on the single player uh, trailer so basically what's happening in this game um that's coming out it's uh set in world war ii again um and it's focused on this group of special forces uh around the globe and it they go through the Western Front and the Eastern Front and Pacific Theater. Um, it seems like, I mean, I, I read somewhere where there's there's 20 multiplayer maps in each, uh, like, like probably five in each theater that they're, like, developing and stuff like that. Like Cool. And so, which is crazy. Like, that seems like a, an enormous amount of of maps to launch with. Yeah, yeah. There's also a, a, a Zombies mode by um, Treyarch and a Warzone mode i guess i like i wonder if they're changing the current war zone or if this is an entirely different war zone yeah and so so there's a few more details they've put out about like some of the other modes and things and some other things that have been intriguing to me where um last year so whenever they released black ops cold war um that one was like a split development between raven studio who did like the were the lead on the campaign and Treyarch who did the who were the lead on like the multiplayer and uh zombies portion and I guess like Infinity Ward who was like implementing the still implementing the Warzone side of things um but then this game is Treyarch with the zombies mode which is like strange that they're not just like oh yeah they're 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 having to put out a new zombies mode uh a year like 365 days from whenever they lasted, which just seems like a fast turnaround, but um, they're doing the zombies mode there. We have uh, Sledgehammer doing the campaign and the multiplayer, and now Raven is taking over the Warzone uh, side of the development with a brand new Warzone map um, that they're going to release. Um, as long, along with on that map, they're going to have like, uh, and some new anti-cheat thing that they were talking about where they were like, Oh yeah, we're, it's going to have this new like implementation technology where if you're like running cheat software, it's going to be way harder for you to even get into a match. Um, so like some just interesting things on the like Activision thing, like where it's like almost all of their studios are now working on every title, which is uh, fascinating. Whereas like we used to have black ops was a Treyarch thing and uh, modern warfare was infinity ward. And that way they just did the whole suite, all of it. Um, and then, you know, on down from there. And I just wonder like, you know, the, the idea of like splitting all of these different modes up to the different studios. Like, I just wonder like what the strategy is there and like, what well, you know, that's, it's just an interesting development in the, uh, the Activision type of uh, development. 
Yeah, dude, I'm super pumped to uh, to play this game. I mean, I like I like the return to World War II. That's pretty cool, and it'll yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah, like with some focused um, effort, like how they're able to to uh, to put out a game with like three different studios working on it. It's pretty cool. Um, it's it's wild that you know. I mean, that's what it takes to put out a a yearly release like this. Now it's just like three mm-hmm. studios working on one game, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know like it's uh, it's it's different than than in the past where you have like Treyarch, you know, uh, works on one whole thing. But like I will say, the only studio that um, really was able to put out something super consistent was Infinity Ward, and even then, sometimes they would have an, they would pull a Call of Duty Ghosts and not have a a super consistent experience, even though I really actually liked that that um, that campaign. A lot of people mm-hmm. didn't, but I did. Um, they did and, it on the cliffhanger. Uh, Never going to get a resolve to that cliffhanger. I want to I see what happens, but no, not going to. Um, yeah, dude. And that's like, I, uh, I also wonder if that's going to help with some of the consistency across like modes and things like that. Cause like you would get like, Oh, it's time for Treyarch's flavor of this type of a shooter, you know? And it's like, Oh, it's time for infinity wards flavor of, you know? And you know, if you didn't particularly like that flavor, like you were just out for a whole year. Um, whereas like with, you know, now I feel like there's like a, maybe, could be a little bit more consistency with it. Like we'll have to see, but uh, it could be a little bit more consistency of like, Oh yeah, it's just like, that's just call of duty. Um, if they take the best of like, Oh, the Treyarch does the zombies best. Let's, you know, so that's always going to be there. And uh, X does the campaigns, you know, that best or like, you know, that sort of thing. So um, the campaign intrigues me like that. That trailer has me like super into the campaign, man. Um, switching the different perspectives. I feel like that uh, seeing the different environments of the different uh, theaters of, of the of world war two. It's fascinating to me. And I, I really love the way that that trailer kind of presents them. So I'm, I'm, I'm into it just for the campaign alone. Um, I feel well, like. it looks, I mean, it looks like it looks super beautiful, which is crazy. Like it looks really, really good graphically. Yeah. And like, part of me wonders, like as I was watching it, I did have the thought where I was like, man, is this how it's actually going to look? I hope so. And I feel like that's like, the, you know, that's probably what it is going to look like, but it's like half of me almost doesn't believe it. Cause it's like, we're so used to like last gen, uh, even as recent as like, you know, last few years or so, like you watch something you're like, Oh man, like, is this CG? like, this has got to be a CG cutscene, And then you, the Ubisoft game comes out and you're like, Oh man, it doesn't look quite as good as the trailers did. Um, but like, this looks gorgeous, dude. Yeah. It looks, it looks amazing. Um, there is one part uh, toward the end where you see like a character's face, and I can't tell if it's supposed to be like somebody that you recognize already, um, but I didn't recognize him. Did you? Oh, I didn't. I didn't even notice that moment in the trailer, but I'll have to rewatch it and see. Um, let me see. I I did see someplace had like as I was like looking for the trailer, the next hit down was like the all the secrets in the call of duty vanguard trailer or whatever so like potentially like you're you're you might be right that like there might be somebody in there who's like a throb there was a there was a more recent call of duty game in world war ii that i like call of duty world war ii i didn't play the full campaign of that thing um so like i didn't i don't think i even bought that game um so i didn't play the campaign so it might be the character from that or something like that Mm, that's that's coming yes yes okay cool that i just wouldn't know yeah well, either way, like I'm excited about it. We'll see what happens. I mean, if we're, if I'm being honest, like I'm mean, the game that I've played the most in the past two years has been Call of Duty. 
uh, mainly because of Warzone. So yeah, um, this is uh, you know I'm super into this franchise now. <laughs> You're back in because for a while there, like both of us were kind of like just out of it, you know. I mean, we I definitely spent like two years on Fortnite, you know, yeah. two years ish um, on Fortnite and Fortnite. Uh, I think it was mainly season two paired with you know like I felt like uh, the the release of Warzone gave me basically the kind of battle royale that I really wanted in the first place. Sure. So yeah, and then and then the uh, they did they did some so many things that were right about like that release of Warzone. So um, yeah, it's it's unsurprising that that would draw draw us back in or whatever. Um, I've been you know obviously like since because that came out and then also Apex was out of the around and like since I got back into Apex or whatever I've been like. Back and forth, it's like, oh, if people are people are online, I want to play with some people. I'll get on Warzone, but if I'm like by myself or whatever, I'll uh, I'll you know rock the ale, the old Apex. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, uh, next week hopefully we'll have something to review, a movie or a game, and uh, yeah, we'll see. See what happens. Yeah, dude. If you watch Suicide Squad, Chris, we know, could I review know. Suicide Squad. I, I have so, there are so many things I want to watch right now and uh, not enough time to do it and uh, hopefully I'll get some of it done this weekend I love it you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at Chris Wright 250 and John Wright 777 and at Target Pod. please go to your podcast service of choice review us tell all your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target, Target.